Papa, 
Jesus, we adore your name, we lift up your name, we praise your name, we worship your name, and we give you all the adoration, all gratitude and thanksgiving is unto you, Lord Jesus, for your care, your protection, your guidance, your love, and your kindness. This morning, this afternoon, we have nothing to say than to say that, Lord, we thank you. Than to say that, Lord, we appreciate you. Than to say that, Lord, we give you all the adoration and we give you all the magnification for you are good and your mercy endure it forever. You are good and your mercy endure it forever. 
if not by your grace, if not by your mercy, if not by your divine power, where will we be today? So our essence is by the act of your divine will and purpose. That is why we are part of the living today and guarded once again as a family. We thank you, Jesus. We appreciate you. And we love you. With a prayer of thanksgiving, we say we exalt your holy name. We love you, Jesus. And we appreciate your name.
to me to thank the Lord. It is unto me to give praise, adoration, and exhortation unto my Lord and my Maker, for he is good and his mercy endureth forever. What an awesome God, what a glorious God, what a marvelous God we serve. We thank the living God for another glorious, awesome moment, a marvelous one, a wonderful one, a blessed one. Love the Lord is good all the time, and all the time the ancient of day is good. What an awesome God we are! What a marvelous God we are! Oh, you 
We serve a living God. We serve an old chum God. We serve a glorious God. So this morning, this afternoon, we don't know what to do. All what we want to do is to appreciate him, to thank him, to adore his name, and to lift up his name on high. He is the only God. That is the, that is the meaning of the song. He is the only God that deserves to be praised. He is the only God that deserves to be honored. He is the only God that deserves to be lifted. So we have nothing to say than to say, God, we love you. We appreciate you and we adore you. That is the meaning of the song. Demonstrate the trouble. I hear you. 
again thank you jesus thank you lord welcome you holy ghost welcome you spirit of god today's altar at the hour of gethsemane we appreciate you spirit of god i am that i am asian of days we welcome you you are the lord of lord you are the king of kings you are the lord at the altar at the hour of gethsemane Praise you, Jesus. We adore your name and we lift up your name on high. Once again, Holy Ghost, you are welcome. Spirit of God, you are welcome. We love you and we appreciate you. Somebody say, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I appreciate everybody and you are warmly welcome today to our prayer altar at the hour of Gethsemane. The hour of Gethsemane is the hour of prayer. The hour of Gethsemane is the hour where we seek the face of our Lord and Master Jesus behind our closed doors. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. It is another day, another glorious day, another awesome day, another beautiful Wednesday edition. It is a hot afternoon here. It might be in the morning in your area. Wherever you are listening, I say God bless you. You are blessed and you are warmly, warmly favored. The Lord is good. And all the time, the Lord is good. 
today are filled of kind of joy and happiness. And I believe that as we worship the Lord, my God, even in the course of the worship, God is releasing my Yadavaladri Andri Idasha. God is releasing an uncommon blessing, an uncommon favor, an uncommon glory unto his people. May you be a partaker. May you be a partaker. May you be a partaker. May you be a partaker of that glory today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. May you be a partaker of that blessing. May you be a partaker of that favor today in the mighty name of Jesus. What a mighty God. What a global, what an awesome God. Our Lord and Master Jesus, I'm doing well. I'm fine. My family is doing well. God bless you. Dickness, Gloria Chapman. Mommy, how are you doing? God bless you. I believe you are doing well. Dickness, Gloria Chapman. Mommy, God bless you so much. God bless you. I'm doing well. I'm fine. And my family is doing well. Your 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 grandchildren, they are doing well. Okay, have I'm doing fine. I have a doctor appointment. Okay, I pray God is with you. The Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. Mommy, the Lord is with you. Welcome, my dear sister, Brigitte. Bear my bridges, how are you doing? God bless you. Mommy Eva, you're welcome. God bless you. Now, baby, now, baby, how are you doing? God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. to God, uh, blessed and highly favored by God alone, by grace. And God bless you, Bridget. God bless you. I'm good from Mommy Eva. I'm fine from now, baby. God bless you. You also want me to work on God's child. God's child, how are you doing? God bless you. Uh, we have in our midst today, Pastor Andre Jackson. Pastor Andre, how are you doing? God bless you, man of God. We love you so much and we appreciate you. Pastor Andre Jackson, you are also welcome. Ruth Ban, you are also welcome. Kojo Redu, Kojo Redu, how are you doing? God bless you for connecting on our prayer line today at the hour of Gethsemane. God bless you for joining the altar. Kojo Redu, Ruth Ban, God bless you. You are also warmly welcome. Prophetess Mona Lisa. Prophetess Mona Lisa is in our midst today. And the woman of God, she was a blessing unto us yesterday. And today, she is going to bless us as well. God bless you too, Pastor Andre Jackson. Pastor Andre, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Jesus. Jesus. 
Hello, prophetess. How are you doing? God bless you, prophetess Mona Lisa. Welcome everybody connected on this altar. And quickly, I want us to take a word of exhortation, a word of exhortation, and we'll hand over the, pro- uh, the platform to the prophetess to be a blessing unto us today. Today, we are taking a very quick one from Psalm 71, a word of exhortation. of exhortation to inspire somebody, to motivate somebody, to tell somebody that whatever you are going through, the Lord loves you, he cares about your life, and he is able to do even exceedingly beyond measure, beyond comprehension, beyond understanding. Psalm 71, the verse number one, the Bible says, In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. In thee, O God, do I put my trust. The Bible said that we shouldn't trust in horses and chariots and all that. Sometimes we trust in men, they fail us. They fail us. Ah, and Ah, you trusted in a man yesterday and, and, and things went, oh my God, not according to plan. You trust in a woman yesterday, you trust in your boss, you trusted in your parent, you trusted in men, and things went not as planned or as according to what two of you agreed on. But the Bible said, in the oh Lord do I put my trust up. Some Trust in horses, some trust in chariots, uh, some trust in security men, so they have security people on, 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 on the, uh, guarding them, guarding their post, following them. There are people monitoring. Uh, if, if I, I don't know how to put it, but I wanted to understand that if you would trust in God, if you would trust in the ancient of days, if you would trust in the Alpha and Omega, today something is about to happen. Car. In horses, they trust in people, they trust in governors, they trust in president, they trust in their leaders. But we trust in God, we trust in Jesus. And David, the writer, said, In thee, O God, do I put my trust? Let me never be put to confusion. He said, Let me never be put to confusion. Somebody you will not be confused this man. Somebody you will not be confused this year. Karadi Irandi Irasha. Hey, if you will trust in the Lord, the Bible said, put me not into confusion. You will not be confused. I break every spirit of confusion from your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, any spirit of confusion, any act of the enemy projected 
ahead of you to confuse your life, to confuse your destiny, to confuse your marital life, to confuse your career and declare by divine authority. The Bible says if you would trust in the Lord, the Lord will not put you to confusion. The Lord will not put you to shame. The Lord will not put you to embarrassment. Somebody say the devil is a liar. Verse one. That is our word of exhortation today. Only the verse one. That is our word of exhortation. In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be put to shame. Or in other words, in, in other words, let me never be put to confusion. Let me never. It, the, the word there is never, 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 never again. Somebody say never again. Somebody say never again. Never. Somebody say never, never, never. You will never be put to shame. You will never be confused. You will never be embarrassed. If you will trust, oh my God, in the God of Jacob, you will trust in the God of Abraham. If you will trust in the God of the ancient of days, if you will trust in the God of David, if you will trust in the God of Apostle George, then today I am here to tell somebody that you will not be put to shame. Somebody say never again. You will never be disgraced. Never again. You will never be put to confusion. Never again. Maybe you were confused yesterday. You were disgraced yesterday. You were embarrassed yesterday. But putting your trust in God. Never again. Somebody say never again. Never again. Never again. Never again. In many things, some even have talismans on their waist, they trust in it. Some they have a ring, a ring in their hand, and they trust in the powers in that ring that the ring will be able to protect them and guard them. We have no ring, we have no talisman, we have nothing. All what we have is the Holy Ghost, all what we have is Jesus Christ. All what we have is the resurrection power. The resurrection power. The resurrection power. The resurrection power. That is what we have. And the writer said, let me never be put to confusion. I pray for you. And I declare over your life that you will never be put to shame. You will never be put to confusion. Whatever decision Ah, that you are planning to take in the name of Jesus Christ. You will never be put to confusion. You will never be shamed. You will be ashamed. You will never be confused. For God that you trust is your rock and is our salvation. And he is the Lord of the Almighty. Oh, power. 
power and all authority belongs to him. He is the I am that I am. He is the Alpha and Omega. Ah, all sufficient God. He will never leave you alone. He will never leave you alone. Someone say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Our word of presentation for today. Trust in God. Trust in God. Trust in God. And he will never put you to confusion. If you trust in God, he will never put you to shame. He will never put you to shame. He will never sit back and, 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 and look the enemy, treat you negatively, and bring you to, to a place of disrepute. Never. It will never happen in your life. For we serve a living God. We serve an almighty God. Oh God. People of God, we thank God for another awesome day. You are welcome, my dear sister Akua Davis. How are you doing? God bless you for joining us today on our prayer line at the Hope of Gethsemane. We are so glad and happy to have you. You are also welcome, Mark Kanabo. Mark Kanabo, you are welcome. God bless you for connecting on our altar today at the hour of Gethsemane. God bless everybody who is connected today. I believe God so strongly that today before this session come to a close, the Lord will raise his hand so strong and God will deliver somebody. The Lord will snatch somebody from the hands of the enemy and the Lord will cause signs, wonders, and miracles to happen in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Type amen and God bless you. People of God, yesterday we had a privilege and opportunity to be blessed by the prophetess of God, uh, prophetess Mona Lisa. And today by the grace of God, God is awesome. And the woman of God is with us today to be a blessing unto us once again. And after the ministration and the prayer, we are going to do one thing. We are going to do one thing. We are going to do one thing. We are going to speak to the altar at the hour of Gethsemane. I always say that this prayer network or this podcast is 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 it is it is an altar. This prayer line is an altar where we come. And, and and lay our supplications. So we will be laying a supplication before the altar. You are gonna to speak to the altar within some few minutes and we'll pray and we'll close for today. So that is what 
the Spirit of God is going to take us through today before we bring the session to a conclusion. I believe God so strongly that the Lord who created the heavens and the earth will raise his hand so powerful and we are going to be a blessing. You are also welcome. The Lord is my shepherd. My daughter, how are you doing? God bless you. You are warmly welcome. Father, we pray that today your hand will be so mighty. Your hand will be so great. And at the end, we'll give you all the praise and the adoration. People of God, we have the privilege and the opportunity to have our sister, our prophetess, our pastor, our daughter, our friend, our everything. Prophetess Mona Lisa in our midst. God bless you all. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Asian Prophetess. You are welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me again, Apostle. It is such a blessing to be with you and the family once again. Bless everyone that is connected on today. God bless you all. It is an honor to just be before you once again. I really appreciate this, Apostle. Thank you so much. God bless you. We are also and so blessed and so favored and honored to have you once again. And it is our prayer that the good Lord will use you today to bless us. God bless you so much. At this hour, the platform belongs to you. Whatever the Spirit of God has for God's people, please, you can take over. God bless you. Amen. Thank you so much, Apostle. Blessings, each and every last one of you. Um, today, it's going to be a teaching. It's going to be a teaching today. And this is... Um, our year of attitude of gratitude, where we give thanks in everything, no matter what the situation is, we ought to give thanks unto God in 
everything. So we bless our Father today. We give him glory. We give him praise. Holy Spirit, you are welcome among us this morning. I'm asking that you have your way. Father, do only that which you can do today, Lord God. I give you back your word today. Bless your word today, Lord God. Show us favor. In the name of Jesus, your presence is always welcome among us. Holy Spirit, take over your word on today. In the mighty name of Jesus. So attitude of gratitude. Attitude of gratitude. And to understand the purpose that God have placed upon each and every last one of our lives, we have to have a spirit of gratitude because each one of us has purpose. We have been given purpose, a divine purpose by God. The only thing that we have to do is walk in that purpose. Walk in your divine assignment. And the definition of purpose is the reason for something is done or created or for something to exist. And I want to say the definition and I want to turn it around and place it in my own words. It is the reason for which something exists, which something is created to do. So God have given each and every last one of us a divine purpose. And just because turbulence come, the storm come, trials come, it doesn't mean that it has to detour us. We must stay right there in the ship. Until we hear Jesus say to the wind and to the storm, peace, be still. Because we have to remember that we are on assignment and we have a divine purpose in this life that must be fulfilled. So purpose is an intent. It is a goal and it is a sense of direction that God have given unto us. Every man that exists here on the face of the earth. So your purpose lies in your responsibility. I want to say that again. And I'm taking my time today because I want to teach more. I stated that your purpose, my purpose, it lies in your responsibility to do. Say to do. Somebody type to do. So our purpose lies in our responsibility to do. So God have given each and every last one of us a divine purpose. A divine purpose that must come in alignment with the will of God. Somebody say the will of God. The will of God. So your purpose is a reflection of your path to fulfill destiny. I want to say that again, body of Christ. Your purpose is a reflection of your path to fulfill destiny. Somebody shout destiny to fulfill destiny. Say my destiny must be fulfilled in the earth realm. 
And this means you are qualified. I don't care what's happening around us. Just know that you are qualified. Not only qualified, you are called for this divine assignment that God have given unto you. Yes, you are qualified for it. No man can tell you otherwise because you yourself have to know that I have been called. I have been sent for a divine purpose to fulfill destiny. It was already spoken. It was already spoken. David said, I cried out unto God who fulfills his purpose for me. This is what David said. David said, I cried out to God who fulfills his purpose for me. And we must understand body of Christ in the beginning of the foundation of the world. Your life was already mentioned. Your life was already thought about. Your life was created by God. He is the masterpiece of your life. Your life is created by God and he is the masterpiece of your life. It was Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit in the beginning of the foundation of the world who have created man. God just didn't do it by himself. God needed help, the help of Jesus and the help of the Holy Spirit to form the foundation of the world and to create man. And God spoke and it came to be. God spoke. And it came into existence. And when he created man with the help of Jesus and the Holy Spirit in the beginning of the foundation of the world. This is why he said, and let us make man in our image after our own likeness. And when God made man, he didn't make man as a mistake. So we're not a mistake. He made man and he given man a divine purpose. A divine assignment. The Bible says. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. Jesus Christ is the word. God spoke the word. And everything he spoke. It existed. In order for us to find God. Because God is spirit. If you want to find God tangibly, we have to open up our word, the word of God. We have to open up. That's how we find out about God and his existence. Since we can't touch him, but we can feel his presence. So God has a divine purpose for each and every last one of us. Here on earth because he made man in his image and after his own likeness. He is the word. He is the spoken word. He is the spoken word. And therefore, what he have already spoken over our lives, it must come to pass. Everything he's spoken 
it came to be. He spoke, let there be light. Light came to be. He spoke a separation from the heaven to the earth and it came to be. He spoke it into existence. And he was able to form the whole creation of the world. And he fought man because there was a word in the beginning and there is a word now that is released and spoken over your life, your purpose, and your destiny. John said, all things was made by him, which is God. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. So in God, there is life. So because there is life in God, everything that is connected to God and was made by God and for God exists. It has life in light. I want to say that again. It has life in light. Because the Bible says all things was made by him and without him was not anything made that was made and in him was life. Amen. So because in God was life, that means everything that is attached to God, everything God have spoken, he have given it life. My God. I want to say that again. Everything that God has spoken, call it to be in other words, said it was in other words, settled it, it has life. It was giving life to do for a purpose, to fulfill, for a mandate, for an assignment, the trees. They have a purpose, right? They bear fruit. Some of them, they bear fruit. The trees has a purpose. The water has a purpose. The, the rocks has a purpose. The ground has a purpose. The stars has a purpose. The sun has a purpose. The rain has a purpose. The moon has a purpose. Each animal has a purpose. The wind that blows has a purpose. The form of the universe, it has a purpose. When God made men, we too have a purpose here on earth. The devil cannot destroy what God have already spoken in the beginning of the foundation of the world, except we give him power. Except we give the devil power to manipulate our life, to divert our destiny. Other than that, the devil has no power over our life, over our destiny, and over our purpose, except somebody give it to him. And the Garden of Eden. Eve was what? Beguiled by the serpent. She have given him power. Other than that, if she would have stood on her word and said, but God said, 
We can't eat from this tree here. Guess what? Man would not have fallen. So Eve have given power to Satan who came in a serpent form, a snake form. And Satan took that power and now using that same tactic here on earth today with some of the people. So the enemy has no power. The devil has no power except we give it to him. If we do not give the enemy, the devil, the ancient serpent power, he can't come in. He can't divert our destiny. He can't do anything with us except we allow him in to do through doors that we open. Normally and unknowingly. So each one of us have a divine purpose, a divine calling and assignment to fulfill our destiny. Amen. So in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and it was so. God said, let us make man. Man came to be and it was so. Amen. If we continue to uh, read down, we'll find out that God decorated the heavens and the earth. He did. He decorated because he spoke it and whatever he spoke, he created it. And whatever he created, it came to be somebody say amen. So God had created the heavens and the earth by his wisdom and by his discretion. Amen. So he have created the heavens and the earth by his wisdom and by his discretion. And he used that same wisdom, that same power and that same discretion to create man in his image and in his likeness. So we have been formed. We have been created in the image and the likeness of God. Yes. What is man that God is mindful of him? Amen. So God is mindful of us. He's mindful of everything that we are facing. He's mindful of our challenges, our trials, all these things. He is already aware. He is already alert, but we still have a divine purpose to fulfill our destiny, our calling. Yes. So we must give thanks in everything that we do. Amen. We must give thanks and everything that we do because God have all power. He has all power. Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 12 says he and that he is God made the earth by his power. He had established the world by his wisdom and has stretched out the heavens by his discretion, which means by his understanding of the world and everything in it. Can I say that again? This means because God created the world and everything that's in it, including man. He did this by his wisdom, which means by his understanding of the world, how he wanted the world to be. And oftentimes, if we do not like how our life is, we do not like something. We have the power to speak to it and we have the to change it because if God had the power to speak from wisdom if he had the power to speak from understanding of how he wanted to create and design the world we have that same power because we have been made in his image 
and after his likeness. So we carry that same power. If we don't like something, we change it. If we don't like our life, lifestyle, open up our mouth, declare and change it. Decree and change it. We have the power to change it. There is life and there is death and the power of the tongue. And God giving us a tongue to speak. That's the purpose of our tongue. And that is to speak. That is to speak. God so loved the world. This is why he created the world and everything that is in it. He loved his creation. Somebody say amen. Somebody say God loved his creation. That's why he said, let us make man and our image after our likeness because he loved his creation. And we have the power to change anything in our life that we do not like. And we have the power to change it for the better. Amen. Say so we have the power to change it for the better. Amen. We have the same power that Jesus had when he spoke and told the sea, the wind, the turbulence to be still, peace, be still. So we have that same power. We have also been given dominion. God have given man dominion. Yes. Dominion over the earth. Dominion over the earth. So because we have this dominion, that means we are in charge. We are in charge body of Christ. Some of us do not know that we are in charge. God is the head. Yes, of course. But God have given everything unto man. So we are in charge. We have to start living like it. Walking like it, speaking like it, talking like it, and living like it. We are in church. We have dominion. So when Satan come to tempt us, we say, get behind thee, Satan. Get behind me. I got power over you. I got authority over you. I got dominion over you. Get thee behind me. When circumstances arise, say, peace, be still. Peace, be still and begin to speak to that situation, that circumstances to change. Say, no, you're not going to remain like this. So I declare in the name of Jesus Christ that this must come to an end. I've been given dominion over this situation, power over this situation, authority over this situation. And I command you to cease whatever the circumstances is, whatever the situation is. We must rise above it because we have been given dominion. We have been given dominion. So, and we have the first Adam who was placed in the garden of Eden, Hevelah which means heaven on earth. So Adam is a representative of Jesus Christ himself. And because Adam is a representative of Jesus Christ himself, Jesus is being revealed through his scriptures since the beginning of the foundation of the world. So if Adam is the first Jesus and was a representative of what's to come. Jesus being fulfilled. 
on the earth and through the scriptures, that mean we are representing Christ Jesus as well. Adam has been given charge over everything in the Garden of Eden to name. Adam spoke it and that's what it was called. If a lion came before Adam, Adam said, your name will be lion. Tiger, your name will be tiger. Bear, your name will be bear. Eagle, your name will be eagle. Fish, your name will be fish. Adam spoke up and God allowed it because he has given dominion and authority to Adam over the earth and everything that's in it. So if Adam was able to speak to the animals and, and called it to be, that means we're able to speak and call things to be. Animal or not, we're able to speak because our tongue carries life and it also carries death. So we're able to speak. We have dominion. Amen. Because God have given it unto us. And it's now that we start walking in that same authority and that same dominion in order for us to fulfill our divine purpose. Which God have given unto each man to fulfill our destiny. Amen. And just like the Bible said in Luke chapter 2 verse 40. And the child grew and wet strong in the spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon his life. I prophesied that to every believer on this line that is connected. You shall grow and wet strong in the spirit. You shall be filled with God's wisdom, and the grace of God shall be upon you shall be upon you. I speak that into the atmosphere. I speak that into your life. I speak that into your home. I speak that into your purpose. I speak that into your destiny. I speak that into your life. I speak it right now, even into your spirit. You shall grow and work strong in the spirit of the Lord. You should be filled with the wisdom of God, not man, but the wisdom of God. The grace of God should be upon you always in everything that you do. Because you have been made in his likeness. You have been formed in the image of God. And we are representative of God who have been given dominion and power to call those things. Which be not as though they were. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. The Bible says John the Baptist, when he was baptizing men in the river Jordan John the Baptist looked up and he saw Jesus walking towards him and the exact words of John the Baptist here come it he that is mightier than I 
which means who is more powerful than I, whose shoes and the laces I am not worthy to untie. My God, mightier than I, whose shoelaces that I am not worthy to untie. Here he comes. The only person that is mightier than I is Jesus Christ. Mightier than you is Jesus Christ. It's Father God. Anybody else upon the earth is not mightier than you. I want you to understand what I, I want you to catch this revelation. Because it will help us today. The only person in spirit, which is Father God, Lord Jesus Christ, that is mightier than us. I want us to understand this revelation from the wisdom of God. Because this is how we're going to defeat the devil in his tactics. And anyone he uses to rise up against us. The only mightier one than I, than us, is Father God, Lord Jesus Christ. The only more powerful person in spirit that is mightier, that is all-powerful, all-knowing. Then we are is God. No one on earth, no devil, no man, no woman, no beast is mightier than God's creation, which is in human form. And do you know why I say that? Do you know why I say that? Because God have given us the wisdom he have given us wisdom. If somebody present us to us to do wrong and we know that is wrong, that is wisdom and we do not do it, but we have tapped into wisdom that God have given us to know wrong from right, right from wrong. If God have given, displayed different types of gifts to each man upon the earth. And if we was to type, tap into each gift that God have given man upon the earth, we will find out that we are operating in each gift by the wisdom of God, by the Holy Ghost of God. No man is greater than no man. We have the power and we have the authority and the dominion here on earth, which God have given us the only greater than I and you is God himself. But on earth, no man, no beast is greater. Did not David, Kill the lion and the bear. So even the beast is not greater than us. No, we have the authority to kill animals. Don't we shoot down the deer? Amen. Don't we crush the head of the serpent? Yeah. 
Yeah. They're not powerful than we are. It may seem because it's a lion. Yeah. The lion, yes, the lion is strong. But David even killed the lion and the bear. We just need to walk in that strength of the law that David had. Yeah. The only time the lion can defeat us if we are fearful. Yeah, fearful. That's what destroys us. Fear. Fear. Fear destroy us. Yeah. But we got to use wisdom not to tempt the lion. That's the only thing I would tell us. Do not tempt a lion. Do not tempt the lion. Do not tempt an animal who also is strong. But we have the power to defeat it by the wisdom of God. By using wisdom, we see a lion. We're not going to go close to a lion. That's wisdom. No. The lion came towards David. The bear came towards David, towards his flock. So they came to David. So David was able to defeat. David didn't go to them. If David would have went to the lion, the lion would have probably killed David. The bear probably would have killed David. The only time an animal such as a lion or a bear or a tiger can defeat us is we go messing with it and its habitat. Amen. Let the lion come to you. Let the bear come to you. And then we use wisdom. Amen. So we understand this body of Christ that we have been given authority. We have been given dominion. Amen. We have been given authority and we have been given dominion dominion amen to call those things into existence to call those things to be every word that god has spoken in the beginning of the foundation of the world is already settled amen and before we came out of our mother's womb god already had a purpose he already had a plan and we must walk in that divine purpose and God's divine plan. That's right, Apostle DeGraff, in his wisdom. In his wisdom. Amen. We have the power to even turn water into wine. Amen. Because we, we, we have the same authority that was given unto man, dominion that was given unto man. We just have to tap into it. We have to tap into this authority and dominion that God have given us. Yeah, I know it sounds impossible from human standpoint, but when we tap into it, we would know that we can do greater works than Jesus did. Amen. That's what the Bible says. So we, we, we know that we can do greater works. We just have to tap into it. Yeah, and we could believe so much that we can turn this water into wine. It'll happen. It'll, that water will turn into wine. Yes, it will turn into wine. And we can believe that we will raise the dead. We go over to the dead, lay hands and say, get up. Get up. The dead arise up. Because we have been given power, dominion, and authority. Amen. We have been given these things. And God expect us to walk in them in order to fulfill our purpose, our divine purpose, our calling, our destiny. Amen. So body of Christ, let this be evident unto us that we have a divine purpose. No one can take you out. No one can destroy you. 
no power, no devil, except we have given the enemy power. Apostle DeGraff was talking about Job yesterday and I was listening and I was saying to myself, Job never given the devil power. Even when he presented the devil, Satan, Lucifer presented himself before God and saying, oh, if you remove the hitch from around Job, a hitch is a protection that God had around Job. If you remove that hitch, he will curse you to your face. And let me get to him. I bet you he'll do this. But the devil was wrong. He was so wrong because Job never given the devil power. The devil took away Job livestock. Job was a rich man, a very wealthy man, very wealthy man. The devil took away his livestock. They came and told Job, Job say, have mercy, Lord. The devil came again, back to back trouble. Job went through, took away his children, took away this, took away that, took away this. And finally, his body began to break out with boils or sores. And you thought it was the end of Job's life because the wife gave up on him. The friends gave up on him. You would have been like, poor Job. Poor Job. But see, Job didn't give the devil power. Imagine if he would have threw in a towel right there. Imagine if he would have threw in a towel right there. No, because Job understood that this is just for a season. I must continue to fulfill my purpose. And the Bible said that Job was blessed with double. So his riches increased because he held on to God's unchanging hand. He knew the power and authority that he had on the inside of him. In other words, he didn't give Satan power over him. You take this, take that. That's materialistic. The only thing you ain't going to touch is my soul because it's already written and spoken. You could touch everything concerning Job, but you cannot touch his soul. So that means everything around us is temporarily. Everything that we lost is tangible. But we get to keep our soul because it's not tangible. So in this life, before I close body of Christ, we must understand that it was already spoken. It was already said. And we have a divine purpose, a divine purpose, a divine purpose that we must walk in. A divine calling that we must fulfill. That will help us fulfill our destiny in this life. Somebody say amen. And we must understand the authority and the dominion that we already have. We have to understand it. We have to understand it. And I want us over the weeks to come back and listen to this message. Because it's going to be encouraging over and over and over again for some of you. For some of you. Amen. So we bless God on today. That's right. He is our shepherd, my shepherd, your shepherd. And we shall not want Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He lead me beside the still waters. 
He restores my soul. He lead me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. That prepare the table before me in the presence of my enemies. That anointed my head with oil, my cup running over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will, somebody say, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. David said this because he knew who he was. He knew who he was in Christ Jesus. The mistake of some of us today, we don't know who we are. We don't know what we possess. But the moment we tap into that grace, we'll say, I am more than a conqueror. Amen. We are more than conquerors. I have been given dominion, power, and authority. I got the wisdom of God. I got the mindset of God. Amen. So we give Abba Father thanks. We give him glory. For his word on today. Father, I give you back your word. I pray that each and every last one of you was blessed today by this word. And I just wanted to take my time and just do a little teaching today. Amen. Just do a little teaching today. And um, I started to uh, write my message last night, but I didn't. My message came to me the moment I received a, um, a text inbox from Apostle. And I say, okay. And I said to myself, what will I speak on today? Because I didn't have a message from um, last night when I thought about writing a message for today. So the message came just in time and that was on purpose. On purpose. Amen. On purpose today. So we, we give God glory on today that um, that was an on time message for some of us today. Uh, on time and we always have to be, have a spirit of gratitude because that divine purpose goes with gratitude in life and through life when we are fulfilling our divine purpose and fulfilling our destiny god is going to connect us with a lot of people they may be different from us they may be different in different walks of life they may look different talk different sound different but we always have to remember who we represent and that's god so we always have to show and have a spirit of gratitude, regardless of what, regardless of what we always have to, because we don't know who we're going to be face, face to face with or faced with. Amen. Face to face with or faced with. So we always have to have a spirit of gratitude, even in our divine purpose. Amen. Even in our divine purpose. And we got to be ready. We got to be on guard to show kindness, to extend mercy, to show gratitude, amen, and give God thanks to it all. We may not like everything that we face. We may not like everyone, but we still show them kindness and we still have a spirit of gratitude towards them, amen. Amen. So I'm going to hand the service back over to Apostle. Um, it just was a blessing. God bless each and every last one of you. I hope uh, we got something out of this uh, teaching today. Amen.